three years, eight months, and 20 days. I experienced like real hell on earth. Welcome to Connections with Rich and Bobby. Hi, this is Rich, Rich Homeris. And I'm Bobby, Bobby Hamlin. We're continuing our visit now with Pastor Shamron Paul, who's been sharing his amazing story of life and survival through the occupation of Cambodia by the Khmer Rouge regime during the mid-1970s. He's been sharing with us about the severe trials and challenges he had to endure to survive what has been called the killing fields in Cambodia. so inspiring to hear this, that God had prepared you for all of this and then was prompting you along the way and encouraging you. It's just so inspirational to realize, as he says in the Psalms, I'm a very present help yes. in time of trouble. That's right. And you found that to be true. Yes. You know that after I came to know Christ, I studied scripture, I realized that everything I cry out to the Lord was in the Bible. Even though I made a covenant with Jesus, I say, Lord Jesus, if you spare my life, I have nothing to repay to you. I only give my heart to you and declare your name. In Psalm 116, chapter verse 12 to 17, David said to the Lord, Lord, what shall I render to you? That's all I have. I give my heart to you. I will receive, take a cup your salvation. I will declare your name. I will give you the gift of thanksgiving. And you made it to freedom in uh, Thailand. Right. So what happened there in Thailand? Did the Lord start to really speak to you and change you and let him know that he was your Lord? Right. So the Communist Commander took over Cambodia on April 17, 1975. It ended in January 7, 1979. So three years, eight months, and 20 days. Mm-hmm. I experienced like real hell on earth. And uh, I, I had the reason to be grateful to the Lord Jesus because that I can taste the suffering, a real life on earth. If I only live an easy life, if I have only a good things in my life, it's not a real life. Real life, like sweet and sour, you know, and hardship and, and joyful and sadness and gladness and suffering, so I can know my Savior, how he gone through. So that's why Paul say in Philippians 3.10, that, that I may know him and the fellowship of his suffering. So I'm just grateful. Otherwise, I will never, never know that how my Savior going through as a suffering servant. And then... You know, the miracle happened on that day, January 7, 1979, when the Khmer Communist regime was ended. And then the Lord Jesus himself, this is the real power of God, completely healed me. Body, soul, spirit, emotion, everything in my whole being completely healed by Jesus. Not even one time that I ever dream or nightmare about the killing, about the tortures. It's a miracle, the gift of miracle to my life. Yes, I'll say, even that you can talk about it. Yes. How he sustained you through real life and death situations. You see the power of God, the real power of God, and that all is possible with him. Right. 
Yeah, because you know that indescribable joy and peace that God has given me in those times. Because without Jesus, I never survived the killing field. Yes. If it wouldn't be Jesus, I'd never be here today. Yes. Now, can you elaborate a little bit on your simple prayer? Jesus, save me. Right. You know, I, I, when I came to know Jesus as my Savior during the killing field, he found me. I am lost. I'm not found Jesus. He found me. He saw me through. He knew me. He teach me how to pray. So since then, up until this day and will be forever in my life, I will come to pray that Jesus save me. With short prayer, simple prayer, but a sincere, powerful prayer. According to Acts 4.12, that Peter declared that there is no other name under heaven that, that help us to be saved. Only the name of Jesus, yes. the powerful name of Jesus, the name that we proclaim, the name that we serve, we love, we adore, we worship, the name that we pray in his name. That's that the only name that we have in Jesus. Yes, and I love how you said that God already knows what we need. That's right, yes. We don't have to explain anything That's right. to him. Right, <laughs> it, 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 because, you know, he, he knows our needs and he knows how to solve our problem. Yes, trusting God for all of our needs, knowing that He will, as He promises, take care of us. As 1 Peter 5, verse 7 says, Cast all your anxiety on Him, Jesus, because He cares for you. Thank you, Lord. And we'll continue our talk with Pastor Shamran in just a moment, so stay with us. You're listening to Connections with Rich and Bobby, and we'd love to connect with you. Just go to our website at Connections with Rich and Bobby. Now that's all one word, and Bobby is spelled with an I, dot com. That's Connections with Rich and Bobby dot com. All of our podcasts are posted there, as well as all of our contact information. Also, you can connect with us on social media by friending us on Facebook, post on Instagram, tweet us on Twitter, or listen to our program on Pandora. Now let's return to our visit with Pastor Shamran Paul as he continues sharing about his experiences, and now with freedom on the horizon. So the Lord took you on a journey took you to Thailand. After the killing field, January 7, 1979, and my mom and my grandmother began to uh, working with selling food again because we were starved. We had nothing to survive. So we decided to, to leave our beloved villages to the border of Thailand. Uh, it took about two days and two nights travel to the border. It was really hard road. And uh, I got a little piece of gold. And uh, my brother say, oh, be sure you don't buy food, okay? Buy the, the scale to balance the gold. Oh. I bought three of them. I don't know what God's going to do with that. And also when I arrived at the border of Thailand, and then there was a group of Cambodians who sell the gold to the Thai folks. And then the, the scale the Thai folks have, like, like they're missing, you know, they don't use the right scale. They use the scale to balance the diamond. To balance the goal at different scale. So that's why like they missed something. Yes. And when I heard that, I said, okay, uh, come, brother, come here. I have the scale from Cambodia. So you can try this. And then one day try it. 
itself completely was honest scale scale, so no missing. And then the Thai people want to buy my scale. I say no, no, I don't sell it, but I can I can help balance your goal for you, so we can work together, you know, make the living. So wow. from that time, God gave me a new job. So wow. I balanced the goal for Thai people. So after we done the Thai folk, they gave me rice to provide for my family and little money. And then also one day, 120,000 Thai money during 1979 is a lot of money, half of the bag. And there was a group we called Cambodian Liberator, and he bought the gold too, but they gave less money to the Cambodian refugee. Like, like uh, this piece, they gave only 600 bahts. I gave them 650, so uh-huh. more. So the people come to me more. So we bought uh, gold. So one day, after I uh, bought the gold and gave the gold back to the Thai people, I walked along the rice path. I saw one picture of the three gunmen who bought gold nearby me. I woke up around 4 or 5 a.m. in the morning to buy a gold far away from the border, like two or three kilometers. There were three gunmen along the way. You can see the face, but you can recognize the body, the shape, and the guns. And the Lord Jesus told me, Jumran, prepare yourself. You will be robbed by these gunmen. So I had three people work with me. One, they hiding on the tree. And so when something happened, they whistle, they give sign, and one balance the scale, and I give the money to the people. So we have 120,000 Thai money. So we bought about 10,000, we have 110,000 left. And my friend whistled from the tree. And so I wrapped a tower with scale, gold, money. And I threw a few yards from me, I said, Jesus, save me, Lord. This money is not mine. It belongs to the Thai people that I can make my living, support my family. And the three gunmen came. They frightened me with all kinds of words. They hit me with the guns. I fell down a few times. And then they walked around like oxen, walked around over the rice grain, you know. Uh-huh. They couldn't see it. I saw it. My friends saw it. From the trees saw it. But they got blind the eyes of the robbers. Oh, praise God. Praise God. But they did not give up. They get so angry, they couldn't find the money, they begin to open fire. Oh. As I turn my back, peaceful, I pray in my heart, I say, Jesus, with broken tears, Jesus, I die, just take me to heaven. And then they, they, they stop. Jesus, not just the savior of my soul, he is the shield of my life. Oh. He shield me from the bullet spray. I'm alive today because of Jesus. Praise God. And then after they, they, they spray the bullet, they're not done yet. They, they scream so that people can hear. They say, I am the traitor of the country. Huh. You know, and then the two, three guns behind me. And then after they spray bullet over me, I, I realized that that is why Jesus told me to pick up the picture of one of the three gunmen. And then I went after one kilometer, left the place where the money is. And then they left me alone. They came by to find the money, but the money always already gone. Because the moment they left that place, my two friends brought the money to the Thai people. They all had compassion on me. They know that I will be dead. I took that picture. I report to the, the commander of the three gunmen. Look at your soldier. They're supposed to help the people, but they robbed me. And then the commander gets so angry. 
They put those three gunmen, the, the liberator, in jail for 24 hours. So I told my family in that camp, let's move from that camp to yes. an, another camp, a few kilometers in the forest, we're kind of far, right? And then the next day in the morning at the new camp, while I and the son of the, the new commanders in the new camp were on the, the marketplace, at this time, it is not three gunmen, it's ten gunmen. The three, after 24 hours, they've been released from jail. They gathered the whole group, all kind of machine guns, surrounded me. The three gunmen said, this time, don't let him live. Okay, let's eat him alive. And they beat me with the gun again. Mm. And then they, they surrounded me one round. And then the people in the marketplace surrounded me one round, the second round. And then there was, a, after I cried out, save me, Jesus, there was a commander in that camp cry out and ask question, what's happening? Why you, why, why people over there? And then the people in the marketplace say, oh, uh, this is this young Mrs. Cambodian, you know, was, was tried to kill by the soldiers. And then the chief made the way, grabbed my army, said, son, let's go ahead and drink. I've been liberated from death in that time. Wow. Life and survival was difficult, even after Shamron had reached Thailand. And still, the Lord had his hand of protection over him. I will never leave you nor forsake you. Hebrews 13, verse 5. Yes, thank you, Lord. And what a wonderful reminder to us all. And there's still more that Pastor Shamron has to share. So join us again on our next program as he continues with his story. And if the Lord gives you the opportunity, invite others to listen in as well. Also, if you'd like to read his story in detail, it's told in the book, Escaping the Tiger's Claws, as told by author Susan Bailey Burke. And it's available wherever books are sold. That's the book, Escaping the Tiger's Claws. You're listening to Connections with Rich and Bobby. And we'd love to have you subscribe to our podcast. It's always free on this platform or any of the others, such as iTunes, Google Play, or Spotify. This is Connections, connecting with one another as Romans 1 verse 12 says, that we may be mutually encouraged by each other's faith, both yours and mine. So thank you for listening, and remember, tell others and spread the word, God's word. And don't forget to join us next time on Connections with Rich and Bobby.